What Does That Even Mean is a podcast produced by the Harris County Public Library, sponsored by the Friends of the Octavia Fields Public Library. The information in this podcast is intended for educational purposes and is not intended as legal advice or financial advice. You can find more information about Harris County Public Library and the Octavia Fields Library at hcpl.net. Enjoy the show. Hi, my name is Gabby and I work at the Octavia Fields Library and this is... What does that even mean? With my partner here. Okay, partner in In audio crimes. (laughs) Nicole, we are, well, you're a librarian and I'm a librarian in progress. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the, uh, this is an informational podcast for primarily for teenagers and new adults about, you know, like adulting 101. So those hard to um, find answers for questions or those questions that you're too embarrassed to ask. The questions you feel like everybody else around you knows Trust the answer me, they to. Don't. They don't. No, though. they don't. Um, we have <laughs> I to do, still don't. <laughs> we have to do a lot of research for this. Mm-hmm. The topic of our episode right now is, or that we're doing right now, is voting. I am a brand new adult. Yay! What do I do? Um, well, the first step is you need to register to vote. Okay. If you are already registered or you're not sure if you're registered, mm-hmm. you can go. There are various websites where you can check that. One of the ones we like nationally is vote.org, V-O-T-E dot O-R-G. This will tell you for sure. If you don't know if you're registered or not, this will tell you for sure. Um, It will also tell you what you need to register to vote if you Mm -hmm. are not already registered. So what are those things that you need? What are the requirements for being able to vote? Nationally, uh, you need to be a U.S. citizen, either born or naturalized. So, like, Check. born like me, <laughs> or in naturalized the United States, like or, myself. <laughs> yes, you need to be a resident resident of the county where you submit your application. So, what does that mean? You have to live in Harris County if you submitted if you want to vote in Harris County. Okay, you have to be at least seventeen years and ten months to register, and eighteen years old on election day. You, okay, so this is kind of where it gets a little weird. There are some states where if you have been convicted of a felony, you cannot vote. There are some states that say you are eligible to vote after being convicted of a felony if you've completed parole, probation, or your sentence. It depends on state to state. Again, these are all very like complex things. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons we like vote.org so much is that it has a tool where if you have been convicted of a felony and you're not sure if you're eligible to vote, you can go to that tool and it will tell you, but also it will tell you what you can do to get your voting rights back. All inclusive. <laughs> but it is all inclusive. Yes. Like there are other websites you can go to, but vote.org is uh, very much inclusive. The final requirement is that you have to be mentally competent. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's move on along. I check, check, checked all of those requirements. Now what? What do I do now? So you filled out your application. No, where do I get that? You can get that at um, online. Okay. You can go to vote.org. <laughs> podcast sponsored by vote.org. <laughs> we're not. We're, we're not. Really. We're not. No, we're sponsored by the Friends of the Octavia Fields Library. <laughs> but the uh, you can go to vote.org mm-hmm. and they have a tool where it'll let you register. You also can. Can I pick up a physical copy? Yes. You can pick up voters' applications physically in addition to filling them out online. Libraries, by federal law, are required to hold them as our high schools, as our government buildings as well. So you can just, like, walk in. I, I mean, you can walk into a library. You should walk into a library all the time. But when <laughs> right <they're> now. Open, 
not right now. <laughs> um, I do it right now. But the you should walk into a library and be like, hey, do you have a voter's registration mm-hmm. application? And and when you register for a library card, we actually, by law, are required to offer it to you. Mm-hmm. So is the application hard to fill out? No. It takes like a couple... Well, for me, it took a little bit because um, I couldn't remember my driver's license number. But for everybody else who is like a responsible adult who remembers those things, um, it's real quick. Uh, you you know seal it. It's got a little sticky on it that you can seal. It's pre-postaged. And you don't have to get a stamp on it. You can just drop it in the mailbox. <laughs> and it'll send to whatever voting, usually your county clerk or the state election commission. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, so now I am... I checked my registration status. Yep. I got my application because I wasn't registered. You did. And now, when is the last date that I can do that, though? Like, let's say I'm not registered right now. Do I still have time? You do have time in the state of Texas. Some states, again, this is why we like vote.org. Mm-hmm. You can find a whole list of, like, when... Important dates. Important dates <laughs> for, and for your state. And also... Deadlines. I deadlines. Yes. yes, deadlines. And also whether or not your state allows uh, same-day registration, registration, which Texas does not. No. Election day is Tuesday, November 3rd. It's typically the first first Tuesday mm-hmm. of the of November. Of November. Every um, four years for the presidential election. Yes. Just in case. The last day to register for the general election in Texas is October 5th. So as long as I send my application postmarked before the 5th of October, I will be able to vote in this year's presidential election. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. I'm a dates person. (laughs) Um, But this is a little bit different. Harris County's last day to apply for voting by mail, which is a big issue during this pandemic, Mm -hmm. they have to have received your application by the 23rd. Okay. Not only do you have to be registered to do that, they also have to have received your application by the 23rd. That's not postmarked. That's a, like they've received your application. So it's so a, like my, my um, elderly neighbor who doesn't want to go out right now, they're, they meet the criteria because you do have some criteria. That yes, there are, there are certain criteria. You have to be disabled so, right. um, or over the age of 65 mm-hmm. or outside of the county the day of the election. Right. So then I, they, you know, they're registered to vote. Mm-hmm. And so then they just need to make sure that if they want to a ballot by mail, that mm-hmm. they send in their application or request for that ballot before the 23rd of October. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Just so you can let your grandparents, caregivers, elderly friends know. Or disabled friends. Or disabled. Harris County has, in addition to all of these dates, Harris County has an early voting period that's pretty expansive, especially mm-hmm. right now. Usually this year. Mm-hmm. It's uh, <clears throat> two weeks of early voting, and that's for every election, mm-hmm. um, which is very, I think, generous, generous, <laughs> but also necessary. Yes. So the expanded voting period during this um, early voting, expanded early voting period mm-hmm. during this unending nightmare that is the coronavirus pandemic <laughs> is from October 13th to October 30th. Okay. And that so, includes Saturdays and Sundays as well. So what does that mean? So you're saying, what is early voting? Early voting is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I, it so, is. But you just told me that election day is the 3rd of November, so. But you can vote before election day. Okay. Skip the line. Okay. Or skip the election day line. Which Not is, the line. <laughs> don't skip the line. Yeah, don't literally skip that. But like you can avoid the, especially now, you can avoid the crowd. Mm-hmm. of 
people who come in to vote. I think procrastination is a human trait because I see it every election day that I'm here at the library. There's just like a line around the block mm-hmm. of people waiting to vote. So like don't procrastinate on voting. Right. The point is you don't want to get to your polling location on the day of, ele- of the election at 630 when the polls close at seven and you, then you can't cast your vote or you get there at seven <laughs> thinking I got time at 630. If you get there at 630, you'll still have time to vote. Yeah, you'll still have time to vote. Um, typically what Harris County does is basically at the right at seven, right at seven, an election worker mm-hmm. sit like goes to the end of the line right. and everybody ahead of them in the line is going to vote. Mm-hmm. Because they were there. But you got there at 701 and you can't vote. (laughs) Exactly. So going back to, so now I'm registered to vote. I sent in my application. You know all the important dates? Yes, I know all the important dates. Where do I need to go? You need to go to your polling location. So, okay. So we've been, (laughs) we we threw that word around. We've been throwing that word around. But what is a polling location? Polling location is where you vote. Okay. And it can, so you can't just vote everywhere. I can't just go into an HEB and I can vote. (laughs) No, unless that HEB is a polling location, which I wouldn't, that, that I don't never seen a grocery store being polling location. I think it would be cool and be like lots of foot traffic. Uh, I, I would love for the HEB buddy to like be hanging out like with I voted stickers, like dancing. Um, that's a very specific Texas <laughs> joke. Yes, it is. Okay, so your polling location, you can find your polling location based on like, your address. Your address, yes. Which one is closest to you in mm-hmm. Harris County specifically? Again, this is a Harris County specific. Mm-hmm. Yes. But thank you for listening if you're not in Harris County. <laughs> yes. Um, Harris County has polling locations literally everywhere. They're mm-hmm. all over the place. And the good thing is that we have now moved to a... You can vote anywhere, anywhere. in <laughs> yes. Harris County. If you're a resident of Harris County, you can vote anywhere in Harris mm-hmm. County. If you live in Bel Air, you can vote in Humble. Yes. If you live in Humble, you can vote in Jacinta City. Yes. If you like live on the in the third ward, you can vote in Cyprus. Yes. Like these are all things like you can vote wherever. And probably the reason for that is most people commute. We live in Houston. It's a very, very large city across the county, getting from one, you know, our uh, Evelyn Matter branch, which is in Seabrook, all the way to the Tomball branch, which is in Tomball. It takes like two hours. It does. <laughs> if, and it depends on the time that you're driving. Harris County did previously require you on election day to vote at your polling, your designated polling location. This changed, um, what, within the last couple of years. And now you can vote anywhere, even on election day. But what that does is it enables uh, these commuters to be able to um, vote anywhere that is convenient to them, even on election day. So how do I find out what my polling location is? Well, actually, how do I find out what a polling, where I can vote? Which polling location can I use? You can go to, again, vote.org, and they will plug you, take you to the site where you can look at that. You can also Google it. Mm-hmm. Google has an initiative where you can say polling location near me, and it will take you there. Mm-hmm. You can go there and you find the hours, the times, the address for the nearest voting location near you. Mm-hmm. Um, so do your due diligence and find out ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> that way you don't show up at 7-1 and are like, hey, yeah, I want to vote. What's going on? I verified whether I'm registered to vote. Mm-hmm. I submitted my application in case I wasn't registered. I know where to go and when to go. You do. So what now? What, what do I actually need to vote? <laughs> in the state of Texas, uh, we have a voter ID law 
which means that you have to bring an ID to vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to prove who I am. You have to prove who you are. Um, and they're going to run that ID against their records and make sure that you're registered to vote. Mm-hmm. So, do I get anything when I'm registered to vote? You get a voter's registration card, oh, okay. which you can bring to the poll, mm-hmm. and that can be your proof to vote. Mm-hmm. Also, other proof that you can bring is a driver's license, a personal ID card issued by the state of Texas, a Texas election certificate issued by the Department of Public Safety, DPS, a U.S. military ID card with a photo, Mm -hmm. and you can also bring your U.S. passport, either the book or the card. Okay. So those are things that I, in case I don't bring my voter registration card, Mm -hmm. I can bring in any of those which hopefully at least I'll have one in my wallet <laughs> in case oh. I forget my uh, voter registration card. And you I can present yeah. it at the polling location. Yep. And then they'll register, they'll verify whether I'm registered mm-hmm. to vote. And then I can cast my ballot, right? I just get, I just tell them who I want to vote. Well, you just tell them that you're going to vote. Uh, usually, unless it's a primary. I can't it, just tell those sweet ladies at, sitting at the desk, <laughs> I'm voting for so-and-so, and they'll just cast my ballot for me? No. <laughs> that's not how that works. They can't, okay. they can't do that legally. <laughs> that's, that's a crime. If you don't have your wallet, you forgot your wallet at home? I did. You did forget your wallet? Yeah, I forgot my wallet. Okay. Well, you just told me that you had your wallet. So that's <laughs> very irresponsible of you. Well, I, I can't said, believe I, that you I, lied to me. I said, hopefully I have one of these in my wallet. That's what I said. In case I forget my voter registration. I'm forgetful. I forgot my voter registration card. And oops, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> can I still vote, Nicole? <laughs> you can. You can bring what are called supporting documents okay. with you. Uh, so that can be a government document with your name and address, including your voter's registration certificate. So what Gabby was talking about, bringing your voter's registration card. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can bring a current utility bill with your name and address on it. It has to have your name on it, so mm-hmm. it can't be in your mom's name. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bring a bank statement. Okay. You can bring a government check. You can bring a paycheck. Okay. And also, if you can't bring any of those things... you showed up just i had a crazy morning (laughs) you did um and i'm so sorry about that can i still vote (laughs) you can't you can uh cast what's called a provisional ballot okay uh you have six days to cure your ballot which is like cure like i always think of a cast iron pot but like yes that's because i'm from the the south (laughs) but like also yeah 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 but you can also cure uh pottery Oh, yes. So, like, yeah. you cure your ballot to make sure that it is... I was going to say seasoned, but that's a skillet. <laughs> you cure your ballot to make sure that it's... Curing your ballot is the confirmation that you are registered, that you are who you said you are. Mm-hmm. And the way you can do that is you can go to the voters, uh, the election clerk's office, mm-hmm. in, which in Harris County is downtown Houston. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, yeah, you don't want to drive downtown. So make sure you bring your, (laughs) bring something. But if you can't, just know that you will still be able to cast your ballot, but there's just a couple more steps to get it finalized. Yes. So just, you know, don't think that, hey, I submitted my provisional ballot, so I'm good to go. No, No, you're not. You have have to go downtown to prove who you are. Present documentation that you are who you say you are. Okay, so I am registered to vote. I have my documentation. I'm at my polling location. And I proved who I was. So now what? How how do I actually cast my ballot? So in the state of Texas, Mm -hmm. uh, the nice 
ladies. Usually it's ladies. Usually, but, yes. Like, but we don't want to be sexist. So no. there's some so the, the people yes. at the, the... The poll workers. The poll... <laughs> <laughs> the, what are they called? Election clerks? No. Voting clerks. Voting clerks. Voting poll workers. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. <laughs> The people who work at the polling location, who are specifically with the election commission, not like us who work at the library that just happens to be a polling location. Right. So they have like little, they have badges on. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll know who they are. They're official. They're official. Like with a (laughs) capital O, little TM, like trademark symbol. But they, they are going to hand you they're going to verify your information they mm-hmm. have like a whole database that they mm-hmm. you know they plug they in have little stuff. electronic devices um, yep i think you do you do a fingerprint no right why am i don't I thinking, remember i don't know why i'm thinking i had to do something with my fingerprint last time well i don't i think some lady just stole your fingerprint <laughs> 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 no but she did like yeah like they, in texas they your they driver's swipe. license has like a little barcode on it and mm-hmm. they swipe it um, if you have your driver's license, your state ID will also have that mm-hmm. as well. But they, they'll, they'll there's a disclaimer in. too. I think you have to read a little disclaimer on your little screen mm-hmm. and verify it your says information. You're not going to cheat, right? And, and then verify your address, stuff. and then you sign. And you're voting for yourself and not your yes. um, dearly yeah. departed grandma, right? Um, and then you sign. You sign the little electronic tablet thing, and they give you a ticket. They give you a little ticket. The ticket is you put that in. That's the code. That you so they will assign a machine to you. So mm-hmm. this little it looks like a suitcase with legs, um, and a tent. <laughs> yeah, they have a little tent on it so nobody cheats and looks at you. Right, um, because or, it is it is a personal. You know, it is a confidential process, correct. so nobody's so. supposed to be seeing. That's why you can't take selfies in the voting right. registration. Oh, we should have said that. Well, we just did. Okay. Um, you can't take selfies in the voting registration. You're not allowed to have your phone out during the process of the act when you're actually at inside of the voting hall, room, wherever, the machines are actually kept. And once you step up to the machine, you're not allowed to have your phone out. So, and they have a million signs up about it. And the reason they don't let you take your phone out is because you're not allowed to share your ballot. Correct. It's a confidential process. You're also not allowed to share anybody else's ballot. Mm-hmm. That's why they've got the little tent thing around mm-hmm. the machine. Yes. And then uh, also just as a tip for from somebody who has voted and gets and, and has voted a lot recently in the local elections um, where there's a bunch of offices to memorize, you are not allowed to, like, let's say you take notes for your candidates and you want to remember who you're voting for for each of the offices you are in, and you take notes on your phone, you're not allowed to take your phone out when you're actually at the machine But Gabby, to verify. how do I know <laughs> who I want to vote for? So many names. So many there's names. There's so many names. Take a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Write it. Actually... Old school, write it down on a note card or a small piece of paper, and you are allowed to take that. Um, you are not allowed to take the League of Women Voters little newspaper that we were talking about. That is something that I have seen people trying to take that in, and they are told they no. So just be aware. It, it can be one piece of paper. It can't be multiple. You can't take your phone out. So just be prepared for that. Know who you're voting for when you get there. Yeah, so just have a list of names. Like, I'm going to vote for this one. I'm going right. to vote yes on this proposition. Exactly. And yeah, because it can get confusing. There's a lot of stuff. We're, we're going to be honest, and there's sometimes there's a lot of stuff, especially on the local ballots. So, and the in and during the primaries as well. Um, so then the voting workers 
election officials will give you a ticket and they will tell you go to booth whatever. When you step up to the booth, at least here in Texas, the last time I voted, I put in my code because that unlocks the machine for me. Mm -hmm. So that someone couldn't accidentally walk by and put in a bunch of votes for me before I get there. Mm -hmm. I think that's the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, So then, uh, oh, do you want to talk about the very super advanced technology used oh at <laughs> the actual <laughs> I, hate these. I hate these voting machines they have like this little in texas they have like this little like it's like looks like a suitcase on legs it looks yes, um it makes tent. me sad um to look at and it has like a screen on it mm-hmm. that is like very old school yeah like rounded computer screen screen yeah i like those big bubble apple computers way back in the 90s this is dating me at least but um um and they have like these little wheels that you use and you click the wheel think first generation ipod yeah (laughs) Um, click wheel (laughs) and it's just like i hate it it's such a Mm non-intuitive like process i think it should be Touchscreen, personally. Well, yeah. A lot of it. states have touchscreens. Texas does not. Right. I think it's because they don't want you to accidentally click something. I think that's the idea. Like, it's... I like, accidentally click something all the time with that <laughs> stupid touch wheel. So, yeah. I did it this last time, and I was like, wait! But you can hit the... Okay. Well, anyways, the machine... Nicole is not a fan of the voting machines. No, I'm not. Also, you have to touch them, which I don't like. Um, no. I don't want to touch other people's stuff. Well, I don't want to touch a touchscreen that other people have touched. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. We need bring in a stylist to touch the touchscreen. Can you? Well, would they? Please? I, don't I don't know. know. I mean, I would. They don't know. have a touchscreen, so <laughs> but I would you not can know. Use a stylus to click the wheel. Crap. Well, if you want to do it the smart way, Gabby. Okay, like you could use your little ticket that they give you and put your finger on it and spin it that way. <laughs> that's why they give you the ticket. Yeah, that's why they give you the ticket. <laughs> okay. It's not so that you can unlock the machine, so you don't have to touch the Brody touch wheel. <laughs> So I have my ticket, I went up to my machine, I unlocked it, I you, have made my selections for each of the offices. With the terrible touch wheel. With the terrible click wheel touch thing. And then I have submitted my vote. Now what? I'm like, I'm done. You get a little sticker? I get a sticker, which is my favorite part. And then you leave, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. you leave the polling location, and then you can take a selfie with your sticker and Outside. post it on Instagram or whatever. Yep. I usually wait till I get to my car so I don't look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so that like that way nobody gets mad at you because you took a selfie. Correct. The vote, voting location. Let's talk about some of the things you can, um, some of the not, I guess. Etiquette? Voting etiquette, but also just some things that you shouldn't be aware of when you get there, like the campaigners. <laughs> oh, God, about. yeah. So there are going to be a lot of people mm-hmm. that are outside of the, vote, the polling location. They are not waiting to vote. They are not. <laughs> they are trying to Last tell you minute. to vote for people mm-hmm. because unlike you who will be massively informed and when you prepared. get there because you go to you know vote411 or ballotpedia.org or vote.org so you know mm-hmm. you've got your little cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing. You read the League of Women's, Women Voters you read the League of Women Voters pamphlet newspaper thingy. <laughs> so you know what you're doing. Other people do not. Yes. <laughs> so there's a bunch of people outside of the polling location, a bunch of people mm-hmm. outside of the polling location yep. and cannot be emphasized enough, especially on election day, who are just yes. standing out there and being like, vote for so-and-so or vote for this proposition. 
Mm-hmm. And there are going to be a million signs mm-hmm. that say vote for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so many signs. So, so, so many signs. Yard signs is what we Yeah, what like mean. that the you put in your, put in the yard. ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how you know you're at a polling location. That's yep. actually, that's actually, yeah, like how you can hint. tell. <laughs> um, they put up signs, like road signs too, but mm-hmm. like that's a, you, you're there when you see yep. the thousands of signs actually that's, um, so, um, so that's one thing is just be aware that there might be a lot of people don't be, you know, intimidated or anything don't like let them that. Intimidate it, you. Is, it is normal. It is, it normal. is normal. In Texas, <laughs> sometimes people post up in the parking lot of the yeah. polling location with like barbecue. Yes, they will. <laughs> they tailgate. Yep. Um, they give you food. Sure, it is a tailgate. <laughs> they give you food. Texas. Um, don't let, even if it's really good barbecue, don't yeah. let them influence. No. You know. I mean, you can take the barbecue. Yeah, and take just the barbecue. Not. But just don't tell them <laughs> who you're voting for. Yeah, they don't need to know. Etiquette. Let's go back to that. One of, one of the pieces of that was, as we've already discussed, not taking your phone out when you're actually inside the building. Yeah. And um, to vote, what would be some, what other, what other thing can we not do, I guess, or be aware? Well, right now, social distancing. Also, don't, there's also, you should, you can't wear political gear into the polling location. What does that mean? So you can't wear your MAGA hats. You can't okay. wear your Feel the Burn t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You can't wear your Biden 2020 stuff. Okay. It's, so basically, I can't wear anything with a political slogan on it. No. Okay. If you do, they're going to ask you to leave. Can I turn it inside out? I'm sure that you can. Or take it off okay. if it's a hat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I'm not wearing anything under my shirt. Oh, you thought I was talking about this shirt. I mean, I guess you could take off your shirt too. But like, I don't know. It might be a no. I've never seen somebody do that. It might be a, a no shirt, no shoes, no service kind of thing. Um, but you can turn your shirt inside out uh, and that should suffice and then turn it back in, you know, right side in. Right. When Let's you just leave. We're going to cut that whole piece out. Just don't wear a shirt with a political slogan. I'm not going to cut point. it because it's funny. But <laughs> Great. It's it's not, I think, I think it's kind of intimidating because it's like there's all these steps involved and there's a lot of paperwork is, involved and it's very too. responsible and adult. it's a, it's in a grown-up activity <laughs> it, it, it is but that being said it is not a super glamorous no. it's very mundane it's very yeah, it's, it's very, not dramatic it's a regular thing to it's do. a it's a regular thing to do so don't feel like it is something outside of your wheelhouse i hope that this podcast has informed you yeah. well enough um, to at least have an idea. Or your money back guarantee. <laughs> this is a free podcast. You don't get money. <laughs> and we don't get money. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. But the it's just normal. It's it's mm-hmm. a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything dramatic at a poll mm-hmm. polling location, especially not during the general election because the poll, the, <laughs> the voting people, the people who run the the election location, the election workers, workers yeah. um, they tend to shut that down. Mm-hmm. If they see somebody getting heated, they tell them they, you know, that you can leave. You mm-hmm. can't do that here. Yeah. I think in primaries, it tends to get a little bit more dicey. But we're out of the primary, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> it's it's no. not um, it's not above anybody's ability. Can we any, talk about some voting rights advocacy organizations? We can. There are a lot of organizations who specifically work with certain communities to make sure that they're registered to vote because there are a lot of communities who are underrepresented. Underrepresented. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we talked about the League of Women Voters. Mm -hmm. We also talked, there's another called Let America Vote. Mm -hmm. 
iCitizen. I, and that's the letter I, and then citizen like iPhone. Yes. <laughs> and iCitizen is also a place where you can get information about uh, what's on your ballot okay. as well. There is Voto Latino, which mm-hmm. is specifically for the Latino community. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Smart Voter, which is another informed, like a voter information pro- project. There is a sentencing project, which is specifically geared towards people who have been convicted of felonies. Okay. Who to get their voting rights back. Okay. That so that's a good resource conviction. for... Yes. Um, and researching if you're if you've been convicted of a felony, that website would help you determine whether you can vote, yes. and what to do if you haven't been given the right to vote back, yes. so to speak. And they also they're also an advocacy <laughs> organization to advocate for returning rights in states where they're so they they try to influence policy to return okay. rights to people. Which there's also the American Civil Liberties Union, the NAACP, Black Voters Matter which is kind of a newer organization mm-hmm. that has but just come... as important as all the other ones that Yeah, we've exactly, about. but it's it's come out of the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. And these are all again nonprofits. Uh, they are all nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. We love that. They're good organizations. I don't know how to wrap this up. Um, well, we just, you know, want to make sure that you are aware besides the one the couple of resources that we already mentioned, um, if you want to participate in organizing um, in helping register underrepresented populations, you can contact some of these voting rights advocacy organizations, and I'm sure you could volunteer. Yeah, they'd love um, to have you volunteer. There's also like donations that you can mm-hmm. give if you've got the money for that. Yep. Because if you have, um, you know, if you are registered to vote, we're we're very happy that you're registered to vote and that you're making the decision to vote. But if you decide for whatever reason that you don't want to participate in voting, you can still participate can, politically. Correct. Or if you can't participate because yeah. you're maybe not a naturalized citizen. Right. There are um, still ways for you to, you know, to help. Yes. Or you're not 18 yet. Or, right. Or, or, yeah. All of those things. Yep. You don't fill that elevi- eligibility requirement. Right. So that's the one of the reasons why we mentioned all those voting rights. Well, one of the reasons why we mentioned those. Um, but we hope that this podcast was informational, that yes. it was helpful, that it made sense. That it was... Entertaining. Entertaining. (laughs) That we weren't too boring. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And we would love to hear from you. Uh, Give us some feedback. How did we do? What would you like to hear from us? Say nice things. Well, and even if you don't have nice things to say. Give us constructive criticism. There you go. Uh, So this has been Gabby and... What's my name again? Nicole. Nicole (laughs) with the Octavia Fields Branch Library. This was the... What does that even mean? podcast yes an adulting one-on-one series that we hope to continue and will continue for the foreseeable future sponsored by the friends of the octavia fields library thank you friends and (laughs) you can reach out to us on social media uh, on facebook as octavia fields branch library on twitter twitter as well at octavia fields and on instagram at octavia fields library please hit us on any of those platforms and we'll, we'll see you us, but uh, contact us well contact us on don't hit us please <laughs> it's not nice to hit people <laughs> so contact us on any of those platforms and we'll see you next time